Hello, welcome to the podcast Inner City Spirit with your host, the Reverend Hannah Elizabeth Atkins Romero, Rector of Trinity Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Recently, I was reading a poem written in the same year that our church building was constructed, 1917. A poem by D.H. Lorden reflected on Christ's resurrection. And the verse that struck me was, Now, like a strange light breaking from the ground, I venture from the halls of shadowy death, a frail white gleam of resurrection. Over the next several episodes, we'll be talking about the way of the light, or the via luces, which are, in contrast to the stations of the cross, the stations of the resurrection. It's a way to encounter with the stories in the Bible about Jesus' appearances after he was resurrected from the time of his resurrection to Pentecost. The first station of the light has us at the empty tomb, which is a symbol of emptiness of death, but of the fullness of life in our world. This podcast, we're going to look at ways in which people understand Easter, in which people look for meaning of the resurrection of Christ. And we're going to do that through our homeless neighbors that come during this pandemic to get food and water and prayer. And today they got masks Our neighbors in the new apartment buildings that have been built brought down handmade masks. We handed them out. It is a hard time to look for signs of light and signs of resurrection when we are self-isolating, when it's harder to get resources to sustain basic life, when our leadership on the national level is so disappointing and our readiness for this pandemic has shaken our sense of security in our status as leaders in health and science and economy. So many people are now unemployed more than ever. Oil is less than zero a barrel. And 
we're not sure how long it's going to take or what it's going to look like to get out of this new reality. We need to look for signs of Christ's light all around us and in conversation with each other we share with the joy in our histories the joy in our present the pain in our present the pain in our histories and how together and with faith we can receive the light of Christ even in such a time as this who is heaven and his name is holy. Thank you, Father, for blessing us with this day. Thank you for your love, your guidance today. And we love you with all our heart and all our soul. Thank you for blessing us with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who blesses us, our family and friends, those that need and want his blessings, and the food we eat in Yahshua's precious name, amen. Amen. Um, what's your name, sir? Joe Warner. Joe. Did you celebrate Easter this year? No, ma'am. What, why not? Because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So what, how do you normally celebrate Easter? You go to church on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. Easter egg hunt. Uh-huh. Spend time with family, friends. Are you from Houston? No, ma'am. Where are you from? I'm from Tyler. From Tyler? Yes, ma'am. What are you doing in Houston? I've been here 20 years as a carpenter. Okay. And so you have a downturn in work? Is that yes, what's ma'am. going on? Yes, ma'am. Well, did you grow up religious? Uh, I wouldn't. I grew up uh, in a Baptist church, mm-hmm. uh, but I believe more on the spirituality side than I do of religion. Okay. But when so I to... not like organized religion? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. But you pray? Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. And so what does Easter mean to you? It's the resurrection of Christ. And what does that mean? How do you see the resurrection in the, your life? I see the resurrection as when God was put on the cross, when Jesus was put on the cross and he died for our sins, uh, he rose from the tomb and that's to represent eternal life for us. Amen. Amen. Do you have a favorite hymn or a prayer? or? Wow. There's so many. Uh, the old rugged cross. That's a beautiful one. Yes. How can we pray for you now at Trinity Church? Uh, not so much pray for me, but to pray for the world at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, God takes care of me, you know, and I, and I know this with all my heart. Um, by all rights, I shouldn't be alive today. And so that's God's proof that uh, I haven't fulfilled what he needs me to do here yet. And that's why I'm still here. Uh, to no, fulfill God's purpose for yes, your life. Yes, and, and, and I'm not sure what it is, but I know what it ain't. 
What isn't it? Uh, what it's not is for me to run around acting like a hoodlum, drinking and drugging, um, acting out of God's will, uh, staying in God's will the best way that I know how. I'm far from perfect, but I do the best that I can. Uh, I talk to God throughout the day. Um, are you are you clean and sober now? Yes, ma'am, I am. For how many days? Uh, oh, I've been sober a little over three months now. That's Janu- wonderful. January the 1st. Or January 13th this year. Congratulations. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's wonderful news. That's that. I see resurrection in that. I think that's wonderful. And um, But you're experiencing homelessness now. Yes, ma'am. And are the shelters closed? Everything is closed. There's no way in anywhere. Uh, it's just real rough right now. How are you staying safe? Very careful. I mean, I move around from place to place every night. I never stay in one spot. And... Uh, I have a place uh, to keep my clothes, and so when I get a chance, I'll go get clean clothes. Okay. Uh, just doing the best that I can. Are you able to wash your hands? Yes, there's, pla- there's places you can wash hands, like, um, like if you go up to Walmart, mm-hmm. you can just put your stuff, like if you got anything to carry, put it in the locker and go in there and wash your hands real good. Okay. Uh, there's different places, like in the parks, there'll be little wash sites. Mm-hmm. Even if you got to go to one of these construction sites and just ask them hey can I wash my hands any place so the construction workers are are helping out in that they help a little not a lot I mean they really don't want you around because you're a hazard there because you don't have a hard hat but But they help as much as they can yes carry a little hand cleaner with you carry a little soap with you at all times you know keep distance from people but you've been safe so far yes ma'am well, praise God, and we'll yeah. keep praying for you. Thank I, you. I believe we're going to be safe. All right. Thank you. Amen. Thank yes. you. Yes. Shine all over the neighborhood. I'm going to let it shine. Shine it all over the neighborhood. I'm going to let it shine. Shine it all over the neighborhood. I'm That's weeks. how you would like for us to pray for you yes. these days. To find somewhere to live and just God's healing. But it's going to touch me. It's been hard. Did you celebrate Easter this year in any way? In the hospital. You were in the hospital. But the coronavirus couldn't see. He, he didn't. Because he, of the coronavirus, I couldn't see him. Couldn't see him. They wouldn't let nobody visitors. So is he still in the hospital? No, he's over there in Northern Streets. I'm trying to get us something to eat. If we don't have to eat, we won't get nothing to eat. So, what, what, does, what does Jesus' resurrection mean to you? What does Easter mean for you? That he died and came back and, and rose again. And what does that mean for you in your life? I don't know right now. I don't really know. So, know what he said, sir? When Jesus came to life to give us a second chance, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't get water or anything? There are no more! So, um, we were cut off, but, um, 
Maybe you received a blessing here today? Yes, I did. Just meeting you and being able to thank God that through the storms, you'll get us through. And I didn't even know that this volunteer was going to hand out <laughs> I didn't credit either. cards to Subway. I, I'm surprised by the generosity of the people here at yes, Trinity as well. Yes, and I thought I was going to have to say, well, you can have this water, but but he pulled out all this. He sure did, didn't he? <laughs> well, God bless you. Thank you. And, God bless you. And, and take care. Okay, you too. We'll pray for your husband. Bye. Thank you. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. So we're here with Steve Borden, a member of Trinity, and also volunteers with um, Lord of the Streets as an evening prayer officiant and has been uh, sneaking in to help out with the distribution of uh, water and sandwich making during the pandemic. Um, the first station of the light is when is the empty tomb and when Jesus left the state of death and said to the women, do not be afraid. And it's from Matthew 28, 1 through 7. And it says, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come see the place where he lay. Then, going quickly, then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So, Steve, thank you for letting me um, uh, interview you today. Quick interview. Sure. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, again, I'm Steve Borden, originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I've been a um, Episcopalian for over 53 years now started as an acolyte when I was 10 years old and uh, loved every minute of it. And it helped build the foundation of uh, where I am today. Uh, I've been a, a member here at Trinity for about 10 years mm -hmm. and working with the Lord of the Streets um, uh, evening prayer ministry now uh, about six years. Okay. And it's truly been a blessing to be part of this ministry. Well, um, I was interviewing some of the folks in line, just um, voluntarily ask anybody if they wanted to talk about Jesus. And um, while I was interviewing the woman, we ran out of food. And she was um, tearful. And, um, um, and so then she said, well, I'll just get water. And we got up to the water distribution and um, there was water, but then also you pulled out of your pocket a subway card 
for, so that, that they can go, the rest of the folks who needed it could go. And that was a surprise too, and it was a blessing. So I wanna ask you what I was asking them. Did you celebrate Easter this year? Absolutely. Uh, we had a beautiful service that you conducted uh, this year. It was fabulous, and uh, uh, it, it was a, a beautiful and blessing time, even though we are social distancing. And um, what does Easter mean to you? Um, what does um, the resurrection of Christ, or where does Christ appear um, to you um, at work in the world? Uh, Christ is the center uh, of my life and my Lord and Savior. And with his work on the cross, dying for our sins, for me personally, he, he took the, the beating and the suffering that I should have taken. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm grateful every day, and I try to work, walk worthy to serve him, to be thankful for what he did for me. So Easter is uh, the most special time of year for me. And your mother, the deacon, would have been proud, would be proud, should be proud. She visited here um, this year, right? Yes. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about your mother. Well, my mother uh, is also an ordained deacon uh, in the Episcopal Church for uh, 28 years now. But the, another little known fact, she was also the organist at our church in the Episcopal Church for 26 years before that. <laughs> so she's very talented and has been... Uh, uh, very active in the church, as well as her mother, uh, who gave us a foundation in the church. And uh, I'm just honored and blessed to have her as my mother because she's a beautiful soul. And a great role model. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Um, and what do you think is um, our opportunity as Christians during this pandemic to serve Christ and others? Is it continuing the work, even though it's more difficult. Um, I I know I was talking with one of the homeless um, guys, and he said that, um, you know, everything's closed down. And do you think that, what do you think of the importance of this ministry is now? Um, I, I think it's critical. Um, mm -hmm. As we heard today in the evening prayer service, which I officiated today, <laughs> uh, the message was to love one another as Christ loved us. So um, I think it's our obligation to continue to reach out to people, to embrace them. And even in this time, it, it, it's, a, it's a time for us to really embrace and show God's love through what we do. Uh, instead of separating, we can still uh, let them know in, through this ministry that uh, they're wanted, even mm -hmm. though they are people of the street. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people have shunned them. But it's our responsibility as a church, as representatives and ambassadors for Christ, to, to show people that uh, yet and still and all through it, we're here to serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Anything else? Any way I can pray for you? We can pray for you. Um, just uh, that, the, that the Lord's will is walked out in my life and that I'm able to continue to serve and honor him. That's, that's my only wish. Thank you so much. I want to thank all who made this episode of Inner City Spirit possible. To Stephen Borden, who so beautifully expressed our faith commitment to serve our neighbors. To our neighbors, Joe and Deborah, who are experiencing homelessness. We commit to continuing to work for a more equitable and just world. To Booker Lakes, our 
longtime security guard, ally, and friend, and prayer partner, and to Colin Boothby and Sawyer Lowe for the music. Thank you all. This little light of mine.